0: Sports with a Z and a T. We are back. Of course, my name is Bryce Zielinski alongside Taylor Lattimore. We are presented by Godzilla Media, sponsored by John Supply in Troy, Mohawk Honda, and Saving Face Barbershop up in Saratoga Springs. Uh, We did take a week off last week, regrouped, got the college football preview this week. We got Godzilla media draft tomorrow. And then next week we have our probably in our opinion, our second favorite episode of the year, which is our NFL breakdown plus week one predictions, right? Yeah. We we have week one predictions next week as well. So a loaded show next week, um, college football. It's not going to be as long. We're going to go through the power five conferences. I'm not wasting my time with, you know, anything past that. Um, But we're going to go through the power five conferences, break down who we think is going to compete in the conference, predict those conference championship games, who has a shot at the college football playoff, and then obviously predict the college football playoff and our national champion. Um, Let's get right to it, Taylor. Let's get right to it. And we are going to start alphabetical order ACC the ACC was kind of up for grabs and was it, it was really a down year I mean for years we have been used to Clemson dominating the conference right Clemson dominating the conference and always being in the college football playoff that did not happen last year however Clemson this year coming in seems to be back and ready to go and keep it, I mean they still won 10 games last year started off really slow and they fell out of the rankings and um you know they 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 really just couldn't really get their footing to compete for a college football playoff last year. um, It's six year streak of ACC titles coming to an abrupt end, had a great defense and it's returning. Um, Some believe it might be the best Clemson has ever had, which says a lot. Um, The belief is in a week ACC, this Clemson team should be back in the championship game. Uh, Dabo Sweeney obviously always does well on the recruiting trail. Uh, has some new coordinators on the staff. Uh, But other than that, it is kind of wide open to see who could challenge Clemson.
1: Yeah. And um, I, I I'm with you in that. I think that Clemson will probably come out of the ACC winning that uh, conference just because um, I think they're going to put it all together again, kind of right. The ship as they had kind of a down year by their standards for sure. Last year, um, and they're coming in, like you said, their defense is still as good as ever. They have Davo Sweeney, who has the experience of a coach that's gone to multiple, um, you know, college football playoffs, including going all the way and winning the championship a couple times or, well, being in the game at least a couple times. Um, and so, you know, they're, you, you want to see what their quarterback brings or, or who it ends up being their quarterback. Um, you know that they, they got a, a five-star quarterback from Texas in in Cade Klubnik, and you wonder if he's gonna he's a freshman, but uh whether he might push for that starting role, we don't know. We gotta see. But again, I don't. I agree with you. I don't think they have much competition in the ACC, so I, I think that they would be the the winners out in the end.
0: Yeah, if you look at the ACC in the in the Atlantic at least, and that's what Clemson is in. Um, you really look at NC State as being their only real threat to Clemson. Um, I mean, look, they, they, they are good. NC State is good. They might be the second best team in the conference, um, but it's nothing compared to what Clemson is going to bring to the table. If you look at the other side in the Coastal, um, Pitt, who represented the ACC last year, in the out of the coastal they are obviously lost Kenny Pickett that that Mm -hmm. goes a a long long way obviously and Pitt is going to kind of fall back to mediocrity there um North Carolina under Mac Brown always competitive they're going to put a lot of people on upset alert but they they seem to be like kind of that eight nine win range they're not really going to push for much more than that and then. UVA, Virginia Tech, Georgia Tech. Um look, I mean they're they're gonna be kind of fighting for the scraps, Duke's awful. Um <laughs> Louisville, Wake Forest, Florida State still kind of in hitting the skits a little bit. They're they're not really back to what we knew them to be. Boston College, and of course, the one team I haven't mentioned yet is Gaza Syracuse, um, who is <laughs> going to be absolutely abysmal as well. Yeah, yeah. It really seems like they're, order is going to well be restored. Today. It, 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 not even well, not um, very good at that <laughs> not, season, not but... they're not very good at anything to be honest <laughs> with you um but I, I think at this point right like it seems like order is going to be restored in the ACC and this is Clemson's really conference to lose
1: well yeah I mean last year you talk about high scoring offenses like Pitts and um Wake Forest who averaged 43 and 41 uh respectively um, it's going to come down to if those explosive offenses are going to continue to translate and whether or not uh, Clemson can, you know, step their defense up. And at least when they're playing them, hold them to under that, you know, you don't want them scoring 40 points. And that's hard to keep up with any team. Right. Um, so I, I still think uh, Clemson is, is the team to beat.
0: I will say this, do keep an eye on Miami. Uh, Mario Cristobal is now the head coach there. He was the head coach obviously at Oregon. Um, he brought in, Uh, Josh Gaddis took him away from Michigan. He was also at Penn State uh, for a while. Josh Gaddis is a very good play caller. He is going to head the offense, and Kevin Steele is uh, the defensive coordinator there now, and they, they got a lot of good talent from the transfer portal. Keep in mind, transfer portal all of a sudden makes a lot of programs that could be really bad one year to really, really good the next year, depending on what you get. Miami is a team to keep an eye on. My prediction really, and it's probably not even under consideration for any other team Clemson and Miami in the ACC championship game with Clemson kind of taking it there.
1: Yeah. I mean, I could definitely see Miami. Yeah. I I mean, I think Miami's on the up and up. Um, They have, I mean, I would want to see them improve in several areas before I think that they're going to completely go all the way to the conference championship. But, um, but yeah, I, I could, I could totally see it happening. I don't think they'll threaten, who I assume will be Clemson in the end, but um, I think Miami is on an upswing right now, so they're they're in a good spot for the future.
0: Let's head to the Big 12, the ever-hurting Big 12, (laughs) and obviously the Big 12 is going to lose, uh, you know, obviously Texas and and Oklahoma here in the next couple years to the SEC. Um, which which is going to leave the Big 12 in shambles. But for now, we still have the Big 12 as it stands. And, you, you know, I have not been shy about my feelings about what mediocrity the uh, beautiful University of Texas always provides each and every year. Um, Texas is always back. That's all we ever hear. Uh, it, it's just not a very good program this year. Uh, when you look at what, the Big 12 has to offer, it seems to me like it could be Oklahoma's year once again. Yes, uh, look, they've lost a lot, right? I-, I mean, this this is a Oklahoma roster that's kind of still licking its wounds after losing Lake and Riley and obviously seeing everybody transfer and get the heck on out of there. Uh, but I think that kind of <clears throat> shows you how bad the rest of the Big 12 is. Um, that Oklahoma still has the talent to run away with this conference. So you look at a a team like Baylor and Oklahoma state, two teams that were on the cusp of being in the college football playoff conversation last year, but fell short. Uh, Texas is very mediocre. Kansas state. A lot of people think could be a sneaky pick this year. Um, Chris Kleeman, Uh, Is kicking off a new era there at Kansas State, taking over the helm, and they did add some nice talent. Some people expect that to be a breakthrough year for Kansas State. Um, Iowa State's going to be a down year. West Virginia's not what it used to be. Texas Tech, TCU, and then obviously Kansas, who's always, I mean, you're lucky if they they beat division two teams. Um, Again, this is basketball, basketball. <laughs> and, and that, that actually, actually applies this one. Yeah. The, but, but, actually, but, but, yeah. but actually can you know, they did win the championship. So, you know, yeah. it,
1: it, it's okay
0: <laughs> that that actually applies to them. Yeah. Um, you know, you look at this conference and to me, it, it, it is really just Oklahoma's. I feel like it's, it's boring conversation, but, when you look at these conferences, it's kind of clear when you look at the difference in talent on these rosters, there is no reason Oklahoma should be losing this conference.
1: I mean i I do like Baylor. Um, I think they could be a sneaky pick to to come out well, not, I mean not so much sneaky, but uh, I think that they could come back and, and win it um, again that I think they upgraded at quarterback. Um, and so like they they have the tools necessary um to win tough games um so i do think that you know i don't think it'll be a runaway i think Baylor's going to be in the mix there and you know the this Oklahoma and Oklahoma state i mean Oklahoma state was was very close to to you know winning the big chin championship themselves a big 12 championship themselves and so i i don't discount them um i think it'll be a dogfight between those three um but, you know, when it comes to the college football playoff, I'm kind of with you in that, you know, Big 12. They get there. They don't usually make it much past round one.
0: Mm-mm. No, they 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 don't. And, um, you know, it, it's, it's one of those things that the Big 12 is so bad that you even wonder. I mean, look, Oklahoma is a talented team. And a lot of people were wondering what the future of that program would be this year after Lincoln Riley's departure. But they were able to kind of hold a lot of talent there Uh, a lot of people though wonder that is a team coming out of the big 12 have a strong enough resume to compete with what the college football playoff is going to shape up to be this year we'll get to why here within the next couple conferences but i mean to your prediction i mean we already talked about clemson so clemson I i mean they're going to have a legit chance so we throw in oklahoma in the mix um there's nobody really to compete like you said Baylor is going to be good but Baylor seems to be one of those programs that always pushes 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 but at the end they don't have enough like they'll they'll be like a nine or ten ranked team at the end of the year and that would be expected Oklahoma State kind of the same thing Texas average Kansas State maybe breaks through but how much is a breakthrough for Kansas State um so you know, it's one of those things. I, I think Oklahoma is going to win this conference, but you never know. That's what college, what makes college football so fascinating. We head to the Big Ten, Taylor. And obviously, this is the home of my Penn State, Nittany Lions. Coming oh, off a little. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, we have our mm-hmm. draft tomorrow. Yes, we do. Or today, if you're you know, listening when this show actually airs. Um, I may or may not be in attendance for that draft because Penn State plays tonight. They play Purdue at eight. So, um, you know, to to save people from watching me during a Penn State game, because you really don't want to watch that. um, I'm going to stay home. I'm going to stay home. Maybe. I don't know. I, I might show up. I don't know. I, I it's going to be a game time decision. It really depends on when I get home. Um
1: Should we put you down as doubtful or questionable? It, it's a questionable game time decision. Okay. All right. We're, we're it's, good. I'm not, quest- not we putting do it doubtful. questionable.
0: Yeah, no, it's a it's a questionable game time decision. Um when you look at this Big Ten Taylor, and you know, people throw out the SEC, but year after year after year. The Big Ten shows that it is the deepest conference out there between Ohio State, Michigan, Penn State, Wisconsin. Michigan State is back in the mix now, Uh, and you're going to be getting USC and UCLA in two years. Uh, The Big Ten is quickly becoming a beast. When you look at this Big Ten, though, And, and look, the big, the big 10 East is stacked in its own right. I think there's four teams better than the best team in the West, Um, which is kind of a shame, which, which sucks because only one team in the East can make it to the conference championship game and they have to play somebody from the West, but I would take Ohio state, Penn state, Michigan, and Michigan state before I even look at Wisconsin Mm -hmm. that that's just how it is. And it's been like that for years. Um, The problem always is, and we had this conversation last year, Taylor, and it kind of played out as we predicted in the beginning of the year. They beat each other up. Ohio Mm -hmm. State beats Penn State. Penn State beats Michigan. Michigan goes and beats Michigan State. Michigan State loses to Ohio State. They beat each other up, and Mm -hmm. they hurt their own stock. Um, Now, these all four of those teams, Ohio State, Michigan, Penn State, Michigan State, I'm predicting to be in the top 15 by the end of the year. I, mm-hmm. I, I really I really do believe that. The order of that is so damn hard. So yeah. damn hard because it, it takes one game. Penn State could go and beat Ohio State. Ohio State travels to Penn State this year. Mm-hmm. And they could go out to Michigan and lose. How does that – I mean, it depends on how Michigan goes. So the Big Ten has been a mess. It's always a mess, but it's a fun mess. It's a, it's a competitive mess. When you look at the Big Ten, look – Wisconsin is going to represent the big 10 West. When you look at the big 10 West, I'm not going to spend much more time on Minnesota. Hmm. Iowa lost a lot. Iowa was very good last year, lost a lot of talent. They're not expected to be as competitive this year, but still good. Any team under Kurt Ferentz is going to be good. Um, Nebraska is already 0 and 1. They lost in week zero to Northwestern, who if you're (laughs) losing to Northwestern, you got a problem. Um, Hmm. So between Nebraska, Northwestern, and Illinois, I I, I mean, do I need to say any more? And then in the Big Ten East, Indiana, Rutgers, Maryland, you expect them to drop. So the conversation here, Taylor, really comes down to the four I I really want to talk about because that's the interesting conversation to me. We know Wisconsin, what Wisconsin is. We know that they dominate the West. We know they're going to pretty much more than likely, and I'd say we know. We don't know. Maybe Minnesota Iowa surprises <laughs> people. Purdue, I doubt it. But Wisconsin's the heavy favorite in the West. The yeah. conversation lies Ohio State, Michigan, Penn State, Michigan State.
1: Mm-hmm. You're right. Uh, I, I would I would agree with that. I would agree with what you said about how they're probably those four are going to be ranked in the top 15. Um yeah I, I could definitely see that happening especially um, I know you'll probably get into a more or I don't know if you just want to leave it be but how Penn State was treated towards the end of the year uh, in terms of the rankings mm-hmm. um, which was ridiculous uh, I think even I agree with that um, mm-hmm. I don't think that'll happen this year Penn State will be ranked at the end of the year yeah so
0: I, I was gonna about about say, say I don't think it's gonna <laughs> last very long I, I think no. it's gonna take a road win against Purdue here uh, for them to yeah
1: and um, so I uh, I wouldn't worry about that but in terms of the rest of them yeah I think they're going to be up there in in some sort of uh um arrangement. I I do give it to Ohio State. I think that they will be the ones that come out mm-hmm. of the Big 10 with the win. Um they play some of their toughest games at home this season. They play Wisconsin at home, uh Iowa and Michigan all at home which at is Penn State. For them. They have to go at to Penn, Penn State. State. Yeah. You know, which which will be a big game for you obviously. Um oh, a yeah. big game. <laughs> Um, yes. depending on how the season's going. I mean, if you can take down on Ohio State, that may or may not be undefeated at that so point. You know.
0: Ohio State's, so, Ohio State, so the way the schedule goes, so Penn State will have already been at Auburn
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, and at Michigan by the time Ohio State rolls around. So you'll really know what the Penn State team is by the time Ohio State comes to Happy Valley, which could either be really, really good, or maybe not so great. Um, you know, it, the Penn State's got themselves a tough schedule too. And, and so does Ohio State. I mean, they, they open up the year against Notre Dame. Um, yeah. So, I mean, not not to say I think Ohio State's going to lose to Notre Dame because I, I, I don't think, think it's going to be particularly close. Um, if you ask me who the best team in the country is, I'm going to tell you it's Ohio State this year. And you know me as a Penn State fan, that takes a lot for me to say. I'm telling you right now that Ohio state might be the best team in the country. And I hate to say that, but um, they usually have that slip up every year and Mm -hmm. it depends on how the rest of the conference plays out. Like, look, I'm just going to use this as a comparison. Like if Ohio state and Penn state are the two that come above the rest and Ohio state may be the better team, but guess what? They have a bad week in happy Valley guess what? Penn state's going to the big 10 championship game and Ohio State's sitting there taking the consolation prize. It's just how it goes. I'm not saying that's going to happen, but um, you know, this certainly seems to be the version um, that Ryan day has been looking for with CJ Stroud, who might walk Mm -hmm. away, run away with the Heisman this year. Um, He is a potential number one overall pick him at least number two between him and Alabama quarterback, Bryce young. Mm -hmm. Um, this Ohio State team is very good. Michigan's not as talented, especially on the defensive side. I think they're going to take a step back. I think they're the third team to look at in the Big Tenies. Michigan State, I mean, that that was a breakout year for them last year. They fell short, um, but that is another team to watch. One of the two Michigan teams is going to really surprise people. Last year it was Michigan. This year could be Michigan State. I think Michigan State's still kind of slightly below the other three, um, but my Big Ten prediction, and it kills me to say this, kills me to say this, <laughs> it's Ohio State, because I think a lot of people are sleeping on Penn State this year um, because of the way they were treated in the back end of the year. Yes, Sean Clifford's back. He's healthy. Um, they got some – good recruits at the running back position. They have some five-star recruits that will be starting a uh, very good defensive team. And I think they're kind of embracing the fact that they're now the underdog where Penn state has seemingly been the hunted over the past couple years. This is the first time they're entering the preseason, not ranked since my mm-hmm. senior year of college. It's been a while. So I, uh, and you know, this is a team. This is a program that's still cranking out um, top five recruiting classes each and every year. They added Manny Diaz as the defensive coordinator, and not enough people are talking about it. Um, but you know, Penn State could either start three and zero or one and two. Two of their first three games are on the road in hostile environments. Purdue tonight. They're calling for a blackout. Now, do I think Purdue is very good? No, but anything can happen in week one. We see it all the time. So it's not a game that Penn State could take lightly. And then they have a break against Central Michigan, who won two games last year. And then they have Auburn at Auburn, 330 CBS. So it's a tough uh, look. Penn State's going to grind their teeth really soon. And you're going to learn a lot about them. They're going to push Ohio State. At the end of the day, Ohio State's going to represent the Big Ten East. They're going to play Wisconsin in the Big Ten, and Ohio State's going to win the Big Ten and inevitably go to the college football playoff because the conference champion of the Big Ten goes to the college football playoff. That's just how it is, and the Big Ten is only going to get bigger and better once USC and UCLA joins the group. But, um, I mean, that's my little tidbit on the Big Ten this year. It's going to be very competitive. In my opinion, it's the deepest conference in college football. May not. Some people think that they don't have the best teams, but they're the deepest.
1: Yeah. And as we said before, that is where therein lies the problem with them in in the terms of the four spots that are up for grabs in the college football playoff is that, you know, if they start beating up on each other, then they start losing out. Now, Mm -hmm. the Big Ten champion, like you said, will like will go. So that's one guaranteed spot. But say if you know the things that you say predict uh, like happen, and and you have an Ohio State team that's like looks like it's the best in the country has one bad week against Penn State, who is one of the better teams. If, if in this you know scenario, they're one of the better teams, and then maybe maybe they don't win the conference championship. Can you put an Ohio State team in if you believe that they're good enough? Maybe so. Maybe not. Probably you could if you think that they're one of the best teams in the country, but that's the fun that we have doing these predictions. And as, as the weeks go on and then the college football playoff rankings get released, we will go through them. And that's, that's yeah, we will know
0: the first week of November, what those first college football playoff rankings look like. That's when, that's when the first week comes out and you know, it's always a mess. We talk about it all the time. It's always a mess because you don't, know who's gonna come out who i mean who is this year cincinnati right like what 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 team are we gonna sit there and say can, can we can we stop this because we all said cincinnati doesn't deserve it cincinnati doesn't belong watch what happens now that you you know you put cincinnati in again congratulations you put them in against bama yeah guess what happened bama bitch slapped them i mean you. what do you want me to tell you <laughs> um so
1: it's the way it goes. It's the way it goes.
0: Uh, let's go to the Pac-12 here, Taylor. And, and this is, you know, the sad state of affairs when it comes to the Power 5 conferences here. Because, quite honestly, it's one of those conferences that just has a bunch of mediocrity. There's nobody that's going to rise above the rest. Obviously, everybody wants to look at USC, though, under Lincoln Riley. What is the new USC going to do? And obviously, you know, there's a lot of preseason hype. And, you know, Lincoln Riley has this parade of superstars built to make a run at the conference title. But they're not really deep. That's going to take time. So if you're looking at depth, Utah is actually deeper than USC. Um, When you're looking at the two top teams in the Pac-12, those are probably it. Um, But much like, you know, what Lincoln Riley went through at Oklahoma. He has enough weapons and speed to kind of keep up with the deficiencies on other parts of the roster. Caleb Williams is now his quarterback, you know, brought him back over from Oklahoma. Uh, this is going to be a team that has the flashy talent, but do they have the grit to win games late and actually make a legitimate argument to be a part of the college football playoff? I don't think so. If you're going yeah. to the, you're, if you're going on the road to Utah late in the year or on the road to Oregon late in the year, I mean, that, that's, that smells upset city right there. I mean, this is a team or a conference, really, that just upsets each other. You know, we, we see it every year, whether it be Oregon, USC, Utah, Washington State, UCLA. Um, it's just a whole bunch of mediocrity in the Pac-12, and that's why... You're seeing USC and UCLA jump ship to the Big Ten.
1: Yeah, and I, I, it does seem like the Pac-12 is is kind of a dying conference. Yeah, um, which which is sad. But oh,
0: once you pull USC and UCLA out of there, <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I mean, I mean, what do you yeah. have? You have Oregon trying to pull the load, and
1: Utah. I mean, Utah yeah. might be the best team this year in in the Pac-12, and yeah. so I, I, I think it'll be Utah or or USC, maybe Oregon in the mix there. I don't believe that USC is going to turn around from where they were last year to all of a sudden they're going to be, you know, competing to try to make the college football playoff. I don't think that's the case. I kind of agree with you in that sense. Like, I, I just don't see it. Um, I think Utah is more likely to snag that fourth spot in the um, college football playoff. I, I, we haven't revealed the other two, but Ohio State's one of them, and then the other two we're going to talk about in a second. Um, but I do think that Utah could sneak in there um, as the back, best team in the Pac-12. But, yeah, th- th- this conference is, is a sad sort, um, and losing two of their biggest um, names to, is not going to help at all. <clears throat> no. and I, I, they, I think they need to expand the college football playoff, and then you don't have to have just these power look, five t- uh, Anybody power that's,
0: five. that's listened to this show and you've <laughs> yeah. known me long enough, now, from our days way before this podcast, I have been beating the drum for expanded college football playoff for years, damn near a decade at this point. So mm-hmm. um, I, I'm i front and center. I will be the conductor of that train, um, and you could be the caboose to bring – you know, bring the rear because the my, you are the caboose. <laughs> Somebody has to be the caboose. It's sure, not me.
1: Um,
0: <laughs> But you know what? Like the Pac-12 just each and every year, you, like we go through this and we're about to get to the SEC here in a second. But, I mean, this is what the conversation always is. You're going to get two SEC teams or two Big Ten teams. If Clemson's back in the mix, there's no rubric or the Pac-12, or the Big 12. There's no room for the Big 12. There's no room for the Pac-12 because two teams out of the Big 10 and two teams out of the SEC, this is what drives me nuts because each year the argument shifts. There's a whole other agenda and a whole other, um, you know, like outline that the committee uses to pick the four best teams. One year, it's opponents. One year it's conference. One year it's death. One year it's the eye test. What's it going to be this year? Because if you tell me definitively, definitively, I had teeth I had cavities filled, so I'm I'm a little numb in the lips. So you know what? Bear with me, okay? (laughs) Bear with me. At least I'm not Sammy Sprinklers over here all over the camera.
1: Uh, That we know of. I think you could see it, not it. on if the I, if camera. I, it's yeah. On
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Um, but like, if you're looking at, you know, we just broke down the Big Ten. I, I, we're about to break down the SEC. We're talking about how average the Big 12 and the Pac-12 are. How can you sit there and definitively say, even if they win a conference championship, that – those two conferences have one of the four best teams in the entire country. When the Big Ten, we just said, is probably the deepest, the SEC may have the two best teams. Mm-hmm. That's 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 my four right there. Two Big Ten, yeah. two SEC.
1: Done. I mean, I could throw in a Pac-12 team in there, but the thing is you just don't have room for a lot of them. And then if Clemson, if we're talking about Clemson, and if they're indeed back and in, in, into form – then, yeah, you probably will get that Pac-12 team pushed off. Right. And it's like, sorry, like, right. be better. There's
0: there's no room this year, I don't, I don't think, for a Cincinnati. There's no room for it. I hope, I, I pray, I pray to God the committee learned its lesson. I pray. <laughs> probably not. But you, you know what? We'll move on. Um I don't think I, I actually asked you who's coming out undefeated. of the Pac-12. I mean, I think Utah's going
1: to win the Pac-12. I don't think it matters,
0: but I think, I think Utah's, Utah's really going to win the Pac-12. Okay.
1: I think Utah might take the fourth spot, but...
0: Oh. Yeah. Oh. Not that well, that's a matter. twist. Well, that's a twist. Um, <laughs> Let's... Throwing me... A... you got me all frazzled here. We have one more conference to go, and you got me all in a tizzy let's now. Go. Uh, the yeah. S the SEC, obviously, we saved the best for last, right? Um, mm-hmm. The SEC is what it is, right? The SEC. Yes. And we know the two obvious teams that we're going to be talking about. Look, the depth of the SEC is kind of ass. I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> they're
1: very top-heavy.
0: Um, um, they're very top-heavy. Um, and that's why I say the Big Ten's the deepest. The SEC is probably the best.
1: Does Does that that make sense? The two best teams, yes. I agree.
0: Georgia and Alabama, the rest doesn't even have to deserve our conversation. Um, (laughs)
1: You you look at the SEC
0: East where Georgia lies, Kentucky with Will Levis. Okay, they might be good. Tennessee, whatever. South Carolina, Florida is not going to be very good this year. Missouri and Vanderbilt. And then you look at the West, and then you have Alabama – Texas A&M, who upset Alabama last year. Keep in mind Arkansas. Some people expect Arkansas to be a breakout team this year. LSU, who's still kind of, nah, average. Ole Miss, Mississippi State, and some people really think Auburn's not going to be that good this year. I don't know. I, like, I have a hard time believing Auburn's just going to be, you know, despicable. But a lot of people think they will. I don't. I don't. I don't see it. I. I maybe I'm wrong. Um, but that's just not. That's just not who, who I think is the bottom feeder of the conference, but any hoops. The conversation here, Taylor, is Alabama and Georgia. And let me tell you something. If Bama's, you know, if Ohio State's not the best team in the country, and you know, I do have some big 10 bias, I will admit that. Um, this Alabama team is going to run away with the SEC this year. Um, they are, if you look at their schedule right now, Taylor, they have the betting odds, like on every matchup, they're Mm -hmm. double digit favorites in every single game, every single game. Some believe no. Yeah. Some people, some people believe that this is Alabama's greatest team. In the ma, mo- and this could be really college football's greatest team in the modern wow. era. Some people believe it's better than its 2020 version. Some people believe it's better than the 2019 LSU squad. Um, it's truly really amazing how we just sit here and kind of just assume Alabama's going to be good. And I don't think, unless you're really into college football not many people realize just how talented this Alabama team is because Alabama's always talented. It's mm-hmm. always
1: Alabama. Always. It's hard to tell a difference.
0: Right, right. You, oh, which five-star recruit are they trotting out this year? We just yeah. know,
1: I mean, right? It's, we it's just, just – And en- an, never-ending, like, streams because they they're always getting the five-star because then the recruits say, oh, great team. Oh, so I can go there and it can be a great team. Yeah, and right. it'll just keep on going forever right. and ever.
0: Alabama is loaded and after (laughs) like shocker, right? I know Um, there, uh, there is the level of elite performance coming out of Tuscaloosa this year that they believe they have not seen in over a decade. Um, Will Anderson jr. He's a pass rusher for Alabama expected to be the next chase young. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, you have a uh, Dallas Turner emerging superstar at linebacker. You have Bryce Young, who could go back-to-back Heisman Trophy winners. Um, you know, it, it's just – it, it could be the first pick of the draft yeah, it if it's be. not C.J. Stroud. Um, all Alab- this, 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 al- this Alabama team, Taylor, it, it's ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous. With that said – Georgia is the defending national champion, and they are no slouch. Um, They're going to easily win the SEC East um, because it's the SEC East. The second-best team might be Kentucky. Give me a break. Um, But as loaded as Georgia is— Is Georgia a double-digit favorite in every— No, no, (laughs) no. They're they're not that loaded. Um, It's never easy, though, replacing five first-round selections in the NFL draft. They had a generational defense last year, and two of those guys went to the Eagles. (laughs) That's great. Uh, Georgia will take a little step back, Um, which honestly is enough for Alabama, who obliterated Georgia in the SEC championship game before losing in the college football playoff rematch Mm -hmm. last year. Um, I believe it's enough to allow Alabama to pace the conference and kind of, you know, just run away with this thing, but, but that doesn't mean Georgia is out of this. If Georgia's one loss is in a conference championship game, to Alabama. I feel like it's that that's the, this is the problem with co- the college football playoff only being four teams. It's carbon copy every single year. See, Alabama Ohio. and Georgia. They're My going to be in the college football is, playoff.
1: Is even if you expanded it to six, it would still be that Carmen copy. And guess who would come out and win almost every year, or be in the championship almost every year? Alabama and Georgia, or Ohio State. Yeah, but else. six
0: at least gives two other programs a chance into the dance. Like it's not the same four. Yeah, like but do, you,
1: do you? So you move two down. You don't think that Alabama playing the sixth ranked team or whatever you know is not gonna absolutely wipe the flow with them and move on to the next round let's go like it's it's gonna make one maybe two games more interesting because you know you'll get the what the the what was it it would be one six two five so three, three four. four three yeah. four would be fun that would be fun you know maybe the next round would be a little more fun but at the end of the day who's coming out Alabama probably I don't like your
0: tone I don't because, like your tone.
1: I mean, the thing is, you're <laughs> no, saying you're it's right. a carbon copy of Alabama and Georgia, but you know, when there's six, two of those spots are going to be Alabama and Georgia, and the third one is probably going to be for Ohio State because if they expand right. it to six, then they can have the you know the more excuses to put more like more Big Ten in. like if they can have the winner if it's not Ohio State of the conference, and then Ohio State too. So it's like, it would it really be any different? No. Opinion. Probably not. It would just make the ranking system like more interesting at the end, I guess. But when it comes down to the actual games in the playoff, Alabama's dynasty isn't going anywhere.
0: No. No. And it never, and it, it never, ever will. Um. So we went through Until, the power like, Saban
1: reti- and When Saban retires, maybe something will change. Maybe it's all him for some reason, but I doubt it. They're still going to get their recruits. And if you have the talent, you can make it work.
0: <laughs> um... Yeah, yeah. I, I look, it's it's going to be uh, it's going to be interesting for sure. Um, let's go to our college football playoff predictions, though. I mean, I have a feeling we know who we're picking. You already mentioned Utah. Yeah. Um, I, I think number one, Bama. Can mm-hmm. we agree on that? Mm-hmm. Um, the Big Ten champion in Ohio State. That's two. two. Yep, and I think three and four is where he may differentiate. If you're putting in Utah, yep. um, I have a feeling at number three it'll be Georgia, mm-hmm. because I think, because I think, because I, I think the SEC is going right. to get the um, the two representatives. Now, when it comes to that fourth team. God, I wish I could put Penn
1: State in there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you do, and you can go right ahead and do that. But
0: no, I will, look, I I think Penn State's gonna have Arizona a very good. <laughs> no, no, I think Penn State's gonna have a very good year. I'm not gonna put them in there though. I, I think it's going to be Clemson. I really do. Okay. I think it's gonna be Clemson. I think they're going to come back. They have a very good defense, and I think the committee is kind of looking for Clemson to be back in the mix. Um, under Dabo Sweeney after a down year. Um, So my four four for the college football playoff will be Alabama, um, Ohio State, Georgia, Clemson. My championship will be Alabama and Ohio State, (laughs) <laughs> bama wins the national championship a uh, spoiler alert
1: yeah and i uh i have everything you have except for uh utah i think that they can uh come out and dominate the pac-12 for whatever that's worth but if they don't lose a game then you know they might that might be enough to push them in um talented returning quarterback and they have a stout defense and if that can translate Um, to wins, I I think that they can compete and and really um, might come out of the Pac-12. But either way, championship, Alabama versus Ohio State, winner, Alabama.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Look, it's like betting on a –
1: It's it's like the most confident you can say a pick in sports, I feel like. It's like the American
0: Pharaoh, like college football. It's just like like you got to include him in the bet.
1: We get to NFL. I don't know that we're going to be right at all with our, our Super Bowl pick, even who is playing, much less who wins it, because we neither of us had the Bengals going to the Super Bowl last year. I think one of you had the Rams, I think, but uh, I did, I did, but yeah, so you did have them right on that side, but you had we both had Kansas City, I think, and you,
0: yep. we both had yeah, damn, no, that, that didn't happen, no, that and they happen. got
1: close, but um, but yeah, so uh, I think in this sport though. I can say with confidence that I was, <laughs> yeah. going to be. In <laughs> <laughs> say with confidence, we know who the,
0: yeah, no, They're probably going to win it too. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I would look, I, I love college football. I do. And, um, you know, I, I just think there needs to be something done to allow the talent gap to.
1: Yeah. I don't know how you fix that problem. Because it comes down to, like, it's just recruiting. Unless you can put a cap on recruiting, that'd be right. weird.
0: And then, I mean, f- weird. I mean, look, when you look at Penn State, James Franklin recruits in SEC country. He came from the SEC. He he was the head coach of Vanderbilt. He has ties. And they do get guys from the Deep South. But when you're in I the mean, Deep South, tradition be- reigns. And, you know, you want you grow up wanting to play for Alabama. You want to grow up playing for Clemson. You want to grow up playing for Georgia. So... You know it's cat. Um, what was the, that? Was this? That was a noise. Oh, she's, it, she's unhappy. Wow. Well, I'm unhappy too, cat. <laughs> I'm unhappy too.
1: Um, it's what. But yeah, no. Like, I, I, unless you started like paying the players, and then you had like a salary cap. That's like that's how the you know that's how the NFL does it, and all other like you can't just buy out like you know all the good players and pay them whatever they want. So you can have a stacked team, like there are limits to what you can do and how you can pay. So that, that's kind of the, how the, you know, that's how the big leagues do it. But can you do it with college players that you're not paying? I don't know.
0: So before we tie our loose ends, I do have an exciting announcement. And if you follow Gaz or any of the Godzilla media podcasts and their Twitter accounts, I'm sure you've heard of it by now. But as we have been talking about football with our fantasy football, our college football next week with the NFL, Mm. the wait's almost over and a new football season is about to begin. Get ready for the NFL week one action with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. To celebrate the return of football, DraftKings is giving new customers a can't-miss offer and bet just $5 on any football game and get $200 in free bets instantly. Mm -hmm. Want more action for opening night? Everyone can experience the thrill of DraftKings' early win promotion. Get up seven, and you win. Bet on any – and honestly, that's sick. Your team's up seven points, and you win the money. Great. Beautiful. So, you know – you could pick your Colts. Doesn't mean they're going to win the game. As long as they're up seven Maybe points, up, no. that might be a stretch. And they play the they, Jaguars in the season, so th- I don't
1: know. Oh, I thought. Oh, oh. Chiefs isn't oh. the opening night. Opening. No, game. it's the. It's a home opener. It's three weeks. Gotcha. After the the season two.
0: Gotcha. Three weeks on the
1: road. Two weeks. On
0: bet night. on any NFL team of your choice. So if you're like Taylor and you want to lose money, you can bet on the Colts. Or if you're like me and you want to win money, you can bet on the Eagles. If your team leads by seven points at any point during the game in week one, you get paid instantly even if your team loses. See, it's perfect for, you know, you Lions and Jaguars and (laughs) Texans fans out there.
1: Lions Um, Jaguars and Bears, oh my. Oh my,
0: oh my is right. (laughs) Um, Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code 518. to get $200 in free bets instantly when you place a $5 bet on any football game. That's code 518. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. You must be 21 or older and physically present in New York. Bonus issued as free bets. One early win token issued at opt in, money line bets only. Deposit and wagering restrictions apply. Eligibility and terms at slash football terms. If you have a gambling problem, call 877 8HOPENY or text HOPENY to 467 369. <sighs> Tomorrow's our draft. Well, tonight, tomorrow, recording tomorrow. This is our last chance, Taylor, to have some final thoughts before the draft. Obviously, we're not going to give away our thoughts. Um, but it is now a 14. It's come to my attention. It's a 14 team field this year, not 16, which slightly. is kind of slightly less, which is good. Like yeah. 16's a lot. 16 is ideal. 12 12's 14. ideal. 14's a and little okay.
1: 16 is a lot.
0: 16's a lot. It was 16 last Eight year. Eight um, Look, I'm at 10. I have my guys. Mm-hmm. And we talked about our strategy and whether or not, you know, you want to go for the Magnificent Seven or if you want to go, you know, with a running back. I will say this. And – since our last episode with our fantasy football special, I have realized that there's a lot of wide receiver depth. Yes. A lot of this, wide this receiver is, this depth. This is what
1: I, I told you. This is what I told you. Round three, four, five, even six even, a lot of wide receivers that I love that I think are going there when they could produce higher. The running yeah. backs drop off very fast. <laughs>
0: Yeah, and you don't want to don't don't be that guy trotting out Sony Michelle and oh my god Miles Sony
1: <laughs> Michelle just stop what you're doing.
0: Just uh, Stop. The reason I bring up Sony Michelle is we were, we were talking before the, uh, <clears throat> the episode started. We were like, remember when Sony Michelle got traded for Darren Waller? That yes, I guy. still remember, <laughs> and yes, I'm still bothered, guys. <laughs> None of that this year. It's a clean slate. I will say this. I have no intentions of giving up that championship belt. Everybody is a witness to greatness. Otis's army is going to turn to Otis's empire this year. Otis's
1: empire. Okay. All right. Well,
0: a, yeah. Uh, you know, Otis, you know, Otis's well, army. Don't mind
1: they, If I, if I just reach across. Oh. That way, and then take it from you, and, and bring it onto this side of the screen, because that's what I'm going for—going for that like, crown. Like I said, if I do lose, I'd like to lose to you, but I can't yeah. trust
0: you. I, I can't trust anybody. <laughs> I don't trust anybody. I trust myself. I trust myself listen, to dominate listen. this league.
1: Just, time. just, just give me one year where my number one pick in the draft, the number one pick, because I had the number one pick last year, doesn't get hurt for ninety percent of the season. You're a pick five, which is a good spot. Long yeah. wait, though. Long wait, though, on the flip flip. Oh. oh, of course. Yeah, but you live with that because then you get the double-ish pick. You get the pick, and then you're like – See, I'm happy. I think ten's
0: like the perfect slot. I never have to wait too long on either end.
1: I mean, you have to wait like as much as I have to wait, basically. When ah. we flip. when we flip because you're at 10, 10 on of 14, 5. We're basically right. like we're boom and you're boom so you know that's true that same and then concept I have to wait. Yeah. but then same after con- you get your double pick then you have to wait yeah same so concept it's um, the same kind of thing it just it's like the, i just get a better pick to start with but then you get the better pick in like you know the second round and the, the i have my i have
0: with. my idea of the ideal start it's brewing in my head i have the guys that i'm thinking of uh, we'll see if it materializes. Um, you know,
1: I'm doing a dynasty draft this year. I'm starting a dynasty league with uh, some friends and um, I've been doing. Really? I'm not of one dynasties. of those friends. Uh, no. Well, yeah. I, you're already in one. I didn't want yeah, you to no, be overwhelmed no, with the no, kind of dynasty.
0: And please, thank you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I am
1: not you because I know you're already in one and I'm like, that's, that's too many. I think one dynasty and then a bunch of like redrafts are fine, but like, I don't really want <laughs> no, to bog down. No, that's over. Anyway, that's over. Will. I've been, I've been mocking with, uh, dy- the, the, doing the dynasty draft and it's like our first draft. So it's like, you know, everyone is up for grabs and it's like the basis of your team for the next however many years. And it's so much different than drafting in regular redraft that I got to like do some mocks in regular before our, our draft tomorrow. Cause
0: so, so I, I have, have my cheat. But I, I have really my um,
1: round and the third round turn. But it, it really comes down to who. who so is what ahead.
0: I always do is I always buy a magazine, and it doesn't matter what magazine. And I I go to the rankings, and I I well I print out my actual rankings off the guy that I, you know, my my personal source, mm-hmm. and I kind of make my notes scratch off players i'm not touching and then i'll have this i have the packet and then i have the board the big board that everybody else is going to see so i have like three lists that i'm going to be looking at um the problem is penn state's on at eight so i really like need to like if it was like central michigan or ohio like We weren't starting prime time at Purdue. They're calling for a blackout. Like, (laughs) oh, my God, my nerves are going to be shot. I'm leaning towards showing up, but I will have to be in front of one of those teams. Where we were, so where we were, like that Mm -hmm. back table, we're going to have to. Plus, I don't want, like, I don't mind if you're next to me because you already Mm -hmm. know what I'm thinking. Yeah. Like, but I'm going to, like, we're going to have to get that back table and, like, be Mm -hmm. by the TV so I can, like. Have a beer and like get my nerves in check. I'm going to need like a full hour to like be okay because I am a a and it's not because of the draft. It's because yeah. of the game. I I'll am be, a. Draft. I am a fucking mess during Penn State football games. You're gonna
1: Eagles lose game. this 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 fantasy season, and it's gonna be because of this it's gonna draft be because of Penn happening State at, happening at the same time, messing with your head while you're trying to draft.
0: <laughs> no. I'm, well, I'm hoping like Penn State if just get like, up really quickly, like stomps yeah. on their throats and I can relax.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, that would be nice. But
0: if if we're going into halftime and it's like 10 to 6 or something like that, or Purdue's like leading, uh, I, the, 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 no, no, no. See, no. if
1: I can go back and watch one game with you, I'd want to watch that Eagles Super Bowl because it was fun for me, just because I hated oh Tom Brady God, and I was I was for the Eagles. But like, I cannot, oh, I like, oh. cannot imagine being you because that was such a back and forth game the whole time. Like, so, just, oh. so there was Five plenty Tom Brady, like plenty
0: of alcohol flowing that night. Oh um, yeah, <laughs> but me too. <laughs> but but at but like so like we were in this private room because it was an Eagles watch party. Um, <laughs> and we were in this private room and it, big screens and they were bringing buckets of beer and everything. And, and you know, it, I was drinking a lot. But at the same time, I was like, I am not forgetting this night. Yeah. So, like, I, wa- I was holding myself. So, like, so my nerves were up and yeah. I wasn't drinking to keep the nerves from being fine. So, like, I'm I'm a mess. And I, I'm sure you remember the game pretty
1: vividly. Oh. I mean, it was uh, one of the best. It's my favorite balls. Super Bowl.
0: So. After got... the Philly special,
1: besides the Colts.
0: I, I had I, I was like, this is this is the one. This is it. Uh-huh. The, the Eagles are winning this game. Uh-huh. And then if you remember, like late in the third quarter, the Patriots took the lead off a Gronk touchdown. I was like, Yep, that's it. So I was like, all <laughs> oh, the
1: that's you, were, it. you were you were like both ways. You were yeah. Like, oh
0: yeah. I got it. Yeah, I like, was I like, no. Party. I I thought this was the year, and then I went from that to like Tom Brady. We lost it. We lost to Brady and the and the Pats again. Because mm-hmm. remember, in two thousand four, we yeah. lost to the Pats too. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then obviously the infamous. Drive to Zach Ertz catching the touchdown and the Brandon Graham force strip Oh, Taylor, oh I was a, I was a mess and then I cried like a little baby uh, when they <laughs> when they finally won. Um, I but, no, it
1: was. I, I still say cool. yeah, it was one of my favorite uh, Super Bowls to watch because because I just I hated Brady at that point. I respect him now and I, I just don't. I can't even hate him just because he's just so good. He's the goat, right? Whatever. Right. Um, but I hated him and the Patriots all like, bleh. and um. So I like it much better, like Naz on the box. It was just like the Patriots too, and their fan base, ugh. And then like combining those two, it was just shitty. But I also, uh, so I was rooting for the Eagles, and I also just want a good game always. And the game was so back and forth, and it was it was insane. It was it was one of my it, favorites it, in, in memory. It was,
0: uh, and I I know obviously coming from an Eagles fan, it sounds biased, <laughs> but it's one of the two greatest Super Bowls I've ever watched
1: yeah no, I the agree. Patriots I agree.
0: Seahawks is the other one that comes exactly. to mind,
1: yeah. yeah that was a good one. that was a good one i mean the the Falcons the Patriots, fa- the Patriots. no see see the thing is, I hate that argument because it wasn't a game for like two and a half yeah, quarters. But who cares It became a game really quickly, and it was. I didn't like it. I didn't, Between a I didn't choke
0: job but, and a team not showing up for an entire half, that's not the greatest. It's a good Super Bowl. Like, it's a good story, but it's not the greatest Super Bowl of all
1: time. No, no. I wouldn't say it is, but I'm just saying it's one of the more entertaining. But, you know, I, I do think that the Eagles one in my memory, is my, the most entertaining and probably the best one I watched. Because, I mean, I don't re- remember the Colts beating the – bears as much because I wasn't watching it like I am now. Oh, I do. I
0: remember that game vividly. I remember Devin Hester. That's
1: when I became a Colts fan, like after that game. I remember but... Devin
0: Hester taking the opening mm-hmm. kick back. Yep. I know like, wow, the but Rex then gross. Man. What I
1: do remember, sadly, is the Colts Saints Super Bowl, which is just sad as hell. And I hate it. Yeah, I, hate
0: I remember not, that one. The Colts one did not show up for that.
1: No, well, and then they started out the second half with, with a the a onside kick. kick. And then uh, the, this interception returned for a touchdown. Malcolm over. Jenkins. I don't want to talk about it. But yeah, so I mean I don't want that to one, talk about sadly. It. Not the Bears.
0: That's the last Super Bowl the Colts have been in, isn't it?
1: Oh, uh, yeah, the the Saints, yeah. Wow. They've been to the championship but they usually yeah yeah brady
0: well you're certainly not going to the conference championship this year buddy yeah we'll see well we'll We'll talk about that next week but look i'm rooting for you i I really am i like frank reich you know as you well know know. but um you just gotta get a
1: non-retard at um quarterback i i think you're underestimating Matt Ryan. is what you're doing and i'll take
0: that bet i'm still want to take that bet three thousand Was it 4,030? thousand thirty? Thirty, yeah. What do, <laughs> what do I want? That's really the that's really the question because I know what do I'm you gonna give, get me. You mean? Because that's no, what's gonna happen. I'm not I'm not giving you shit. <laughs> case of beer or something like a case of some right. favorite beer.
1: That's fine. We, we can do that.
0: I don't want to. I don't want to. You know, bankrupt you. Oh, I'm. I'm your <laughs> friend. I'm not gonna take your hard-earned money.
1: Uh, I could. I could.
0: I could. Case of beer. All right. Good enough. Can't I wait. I look for... forward
1: to having that beer.
0: I look Damn. forward to sipping my beautiful <laughs> beer as the Eagles are in the Super Bowl Uh-oh. and the Colts are it, rumors for trading for Uh-oh. Jimmy Garoppolo because they still can't find their quarterback.
1: Or Sam Ellinger is the future. It's it's for real. I
0: thought it was Jacob Eason. Now,
1: no, Eason's not even on the team anymore. Oh, I'm pretty can't, sure keep, he got cut.
0: can't keep track of all the media. Well,
1: had an amazing preseason. Apparently, forget that what what that's worth. But yeah, maybe can he's I, coming along in the future. Can, can I, I raise you now
0: the that the the Eagles' new third string quarterback is Ian Book? True story. You're welcome. Really?
1: Yeah, hmm. I did not remember that.
0: Chauncey Gardner-Johnson, the newly acquired safety. I tell you, Howie Roseman. man, The Eagles got more in return for Jalen Rager than the Cowboys got for Amari Cooper.
1: hmm I saw that. <laughs> I don't know why people even do deals with him anymore. Howie Roseman is a sick fuck. He sent J.J.
0: Ortega-Whiteside to the Seahawks to be teammates with D.K. Metcalf and is now sending Jalen Rager to the Vikings to be teammates with Justin Jefferson. God bless Howie Roseman. He, he, is, he is the gift that just keeps on going.
1: I love him. Except for, you know, those two picks that he did miss. You
0: know what? Justin Jefferson. But he's making, he's making right by it, you he's know? He's making amends. He's making amends. He got me A.J. Brown.
1: Let's see. I, well, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm excited to see what Jalen Hurts can do. I'm excited.
0: I'm excited for next week's episode because I'm excited to break down the NFL and then we got to oh, yeah? and then we got to do our week one picks. Next week's episode may very well that's, be two hours. That's true. <laughs> that's true. We do because we got to make our picks and I'll and I'll do our little cheat again. Mm, yeah. I dominated the hell out of it. I dominated the hell out of your picks last year. Yeah. Whatever you, well, you, year. Year. I'm you, you be
1: pick. I'm gonna
0: be better. I mean, you pick the Colts every week, and
1: it's like, not not every week. You pick the Eagles every week. I did not. You did too. I did not. Like, you, I, I picked them, them to beat the Chiefs. The only weeks that you didn't pick is when they're playing the Buccaneers and the Chiefs.
0: I actually did pick them to beat the Bucks.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Shut your mouth, and they got destroyed. Actually, I don't think they got destroyed. But no, they got
0: was... destroyed. It was a close game, but they lost. Okay. Yeah. It just didn't go very well.
1: <laughs> Happens. Right. We're at an hour.
0: We're at an hour. You're making me angry. You said my 30 face, minutes
1: when we started this. My
0: face hurts. My <laughs> face hurts. Um, Taylor, I will see you tomorrow. We will watch the Penn State game together, Um, and you get to see the mess that is me during Penn State football. Um, Yay. For everyone else, you can find this episode on Spotify, Apple, and or YouTube. This was Sports with a Z and a T. You can find us on Twitter at Sports underscore Podcasts, as well as myself and Taylor at ZPrice21 and at TLATS, two T's, two S's. We are presented by Godzilla Media, sponsored by Mohawk Honda, Johnstone Supply, in Troy, and Saving Face Barbershop up at Saratoga Springs. Speaking of, I need a haircut Um, and bad. Uh, <laughs> enjoy this episode enjoy the first official week of college football and tune in next week for our big 2022 nfl preview have a good week enjoy the holiday weekend labor day weekend and we will catch you next week for the start of the nfl season and seven hours of commercial free football (laughs) hell yeah hell yeah football